Hello, sir. We're back. Hello. Mm-hmm. Here we are once again. And quicker than we've ever been before. Usually it's a two-week break, but uh, this week it's a one-and-a-bit week break. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit red in the face. I just did a vinyasa flow. Oh, really? You have yeah. that? You look zen. You look kind of like, mm. Yeah, my shakti is... I've been doing yoga this month. You haven't noticed, but I have been doing yoga this month. Yeah, I did notice you're, you're recording this in a headstand pose. <laughs> I can't, um, I can't do anything in yoga. I can't do a single thing. I can't, yeah, I just It takes try. time. I did a 14 day yoga challenge with Fiji McAlpine. Uh, okay. Which was recommended to me by my friend John. And mm-hmm. I found that that was a good way. I think, you know, I'd, I'd tried to do yoga in the past and I'd do it like once or twice a week. Mm. And every time I went, I kind of be like, oh, fuck this. I can't really do anything. Yeah. I think you actually have to like do it every day for a week. And then you're like, okay, I can actually like see some progress here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm able to stretch a bit better. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like fit. I think maybe for stretching, you kind of have to stretch quite often for it to be beneficial. Yeah. I am. Um, I don't know. I can't, I just can't move and I don't feel nice afterwards <laughs> and I get headaches and I get like really it's, strong headaches and stuff. <laughs> You can't move. You feel bad after and you have a headache. I would say maybe it's not for you then. <laughs> but no, I got to keep going. I'll persevere. Um, we I mean, you uh, don't have to. We, we, should, we, sh- we should mention um, last week we uh, released an episode in which uh, the film Peanut Butter Falcon uh, was reviewed with um, Shia LaBeouf was in it. And we were saying a lot of nice things about Shia LaBeouf. But since mm. have learned um, about Shia LaBeouf, multiple allegations coming out um, against him, and just want to say we we uh, think he's a, a sack of shit, and um, <laughs> and we yeah no well, we want to apologize yeah, for we, we didn't, didn't know we didn't know I did not know that yeah yeah I didn't I I it was actually later in the week one of my friends was saying to me like asking us what we watched and i said peanut butter falcon and he was like oh yeah me and my mom watched that we loved it and he's like but then i really wrecked the buzz afterwards by telling her all about shia labeouf and i was mm. like whoa what and he's like shia labeouf and all the all the stuff and i was like oh fuck. yeah that's no good so he's so he's a bastard and um we don't yeah. want to platform him so he's out it's 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 a funny because do you remember when we did the richard gear episode yeah. And I was like, beforehand, I was like, I got to fucking have a quick look now and make sure Richard Gere's never done anything dodgy before I yeah. do an episode de- dedicated to Richard Gere. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, ugh, it's bad, bad times, you know, yeah. when you have to do that and these things happen. It's, yeah. I think Hollywood is just a horrible, together. yeah, horrible place. Um, I guess it's, I guess it always has been. Cause remember we were talking about like when you were talking about Apocalypse Now and stuff mm-hmm. and it was you know, all the rotten stuff that was happening on set. Mm. I guess that kind of stuff is still just kind of happening, but yeah, people just, uh, you know, do something about it nowadays. Yeah, people are doing and something about it. It's not like the times are the same, but now we're hearing about it, whereas before it was swept under the carpet. Um, yeah. Anyway, how have you been? I've been good. I'm building a van in the west of Ireland. It's raining all mm. the time. Um, mm. I... Uh, I'm walking, I'm running, I'm, uh, I haven't drank in, in three, four weeks now. Um, yeah. I'm alcohol free. I feel amazing. Nice. I'm very clear. I'm sleeping well. I'm reading a lot. I'm watching mm. lots and lots and lots of movies. Uh, nice. so yeah, doing good. What about you? Yeah, same. I'm on the no alcohol, um, which is good. The weekend days are very long. There's a lot, yeah. a lot of time in a day, which mm-hmm. is nice. I'm mm-hmm. enjoying that. Um, I have a full-time job now, which is, it's, it's been a while since I had one of those. And it's funny, they take up quite a bit of time, you know, <laughs> like it's remarkable how much oh. time, uh, having a full-time job takes. Like, I, I, yeah. I know this sounds really dumb, but like I get home in the evening, like it gets to the weekend. I'm like, <laughs> you only have like three hours a day to like <laughs> fuck around and do nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you like, work I can't, I can't in a brewery be- though, right? Like you're, yeah. you're, you're, but you're not drinking. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's the the brewery pay me to just come and drink beers all day. <laughs> you work at a brewery, at, like what do I like? You're just sitting there drinking cans of beer constantly, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Mark, wait, you haven't touched your beer." <laughs> yeah, they, they make me drink it. <laughs> well, please, no more. But yeah, the, the dry jam. It's funny. It's a it's a sad thing, and like. I feel like anytime I've done dry jam before I get to the end, I'm like, I feel great. And you know, like getting hungover is horrible. And the idea mm. of being hungover after so long without it sounds horrific. Mm. And I'm really gonna, I might just not drink ever again. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, you're like, oh yeah, beer is <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that happens every year, doesn't it? You just, yeah, like, yeah. I have that right now. Everything you were saying up to the, oh yeah, beer tastes so good. I was like, that's me. Ain't no, not drinking again. That's it. It's yeah. over. I'm just, this is me now. This is who I am. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't and then it. like, yeah. it's just going to be some like sunny day. And I'm just going to be sitting outside drinking a fucking, like a, like a creamy pint of Guinness. And I'll be like, oh, this is so yes. good. <laughs> I get, yeah. Yeah. The lack of hangover is so nice though. Yeah. It's like, I'm sleeping so well. I swear to God, I've never slept yeah. like this in my life. Yeah, it's nice. And like, get it's mad getting up at like, I've been getting up at like 20 to 9 on a Saturday. Mm. Crazy. That's insane. What's that about? God, no, I don't um, know what that's about. Should we, should we move on to the, uh, the, the films? Yeah, we well, should What's talk about on? the show. Yeah, the show MK Ultra film, which is about movies. We had uh, some um, comments from last week. We were talking about a shaman or a shaman. And the oh, word yes. the pronunciation, there was a lot of controversy um well no you, you were no it, what we were discussing was you were saying shaman yeah and i was saying it's pronounced shaman but it turned out we were actually both incorrect well i think the jury the jury is still out because we received multiple um uh, messages and they are not conclusive they are contradicting so we got one well, from um your dear mother a friend of the yeah. show and um mm-hmm. uh this is what will, will she we said. Play it? We'll play it. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll play, it, play it. Of course. Yes. Hi, Mark. I think you'll find the correct pronunciation is actually shaman. And dad concurs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and dad concurs. So that's two. I went after that. I went on to uh, that pronunciation fucking pronunciation.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it said shaman as well. So shaman is a naming. Shaman as in Amen. Okay. Well, we have a message from um from a guy called Mark Darby, who's a friend of the pod, and he says hey, it is shaman, as in shaman cheese toasty. So mm. what do we think of that? I, I'd have to go with my mum uh, over Mark, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, I mean but... always go with the mother. <laughs> and I and I think I'm gonna go. Um, I love the shaman cheese toasty. I think that's really, really good. But uh, I also, I, I've, I've met a few people called Eamon and I like the idea that they're like Eamon Shaman. Eamon the Shaman. Eamon Shaman. Well, that's Eamon the Shaman. Uh, <laughs> shame on you. Um, anyway, we should talk about films. Yeah, we should. We should. I. Oh man, I'm just after seeing a few more shares. There were a few pending share transactions are after going through for me there. Um Mark has entered I'm not even the gonna stock be, market. L- let's just not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> onto the films. GameStop. Uh, onto GameStop, the topic of the day. Uh, the first film we're going to review, we actually didn't discuss what order we're going to do the films in. Would you like to do the honors of film number one? Yeah, well, um, I think the first film that we should do is an interesting uh, documentary that you reviewed this week called mm. Mayor about uh, a mayor in Palestine. This is Mark's review for the film Mayor that just came out last year. So I just watched a film called Mayor. Uh, M-A-Y-O-R. Mayor. Mayor. Um, a film came out in 2020 about the mayor of Ramallah, a city or municipality in Palestine. Um and it's it's a documentary. It just follows the mayor, Musa Hadid is his name, um, kind of as he just goes around his day-to-day business. Um, and it's a really incredible film. Like, I think it's it's so, so good. It just follows him going around day-to-day, but in doing so, gives an amazing perspective on 
just like I, I guess I'm, I'm probably less clued in on Palestine situation than I should be, but um, I, I feel like it's always conveyed, like the Palestine-Israel situation is always conveyed in the in the context of like conflict and and fighting on both sides and and. But this is it. Kind of is just a man. He has municipalities trying to provide municipal services, and just like, you know, he's like talking to people about building or knocking down buildings or just like getting roads done or getting the sewage fixed and stuff. And he's just kind of trying to carry, trying to just carry on as normal and just provide services to the people in the city he lives in. Um, and. He's kind of just struggling to do that because of the situation he's in. But it's not grim. Like, it's not, it's not like really heavy. It is at, at times when it, you know, depending on what happens. But a lot of it is just him going about his day to day business. And it's all very matter of fact. Like, he's trying, he, he's like, oh, we want to get the sewage done, but we can't because such and such, you know, we need to get permission from the government and we won't be able to get it. And it's all just very like, matter of fact about everything which is a really interesting perspective and it a lot of it's kind of it's quite funny like it's quite a a funny movie and it it the way it's put together it's like they intentionally contrast like during the film is when trump announced that they would move the embassy to jerusalem and it shows how that affects them and that causes a lot of trouble like there's a lot of rioting in the streets in the in the city that he's in um, but then it contrasts scenes of him dealing with those issues with like uh, him editing music to make it go along with the fountain outside the city hall as an example or like there's another one where they're like trying to choose like a font to put on this poster of the city and like it's just him doing these really banal tasks but like still being quite kind of interested in them or trying to like do his best at them and then that's contrasted with scenes of him like handling protests or how to handle like having army troops coming down the street and it's just like it's really really well done and he's like seems like such a nice honest guy and everyone who sees him in the street it's like the it's like the phil in it video for old town where he's walking through dublin he's just like walking along and everyone's going like oh it's the mayor hello and like waving at him and stuff it's just like such an interesting perspective on and like it's a side of that whole issue that I'd never seen before and done in such such a good way. I really, really, uh really would recommend watching it. It's so good. Recommended to me by Martin as well. So thank you, Martin, for that. Boom. That uh that film was great. It 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 really like I think I think it's it the, as I kind of explained <laughs> kind of long windedly, but uh it's it you always think what what I said about it's always given to you in the in, in the context of conflicts. Like when you see news footage of conflict happening in 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 Israel or in Palestine, and you see people throwing stones and stuff, it kind of makes you think about the people throwing stones and the people, the army who mm. are fighting, and you just kind of think about those people, but you don't think about like the mayor of the town who then like has to debate whether or not he should still hang up christmas lights Mm -hmm. on the street or like whether or not he should still turn on the christmas tree and like it's funny to just think about providing basic services Mm. it sounds like such a boring thing but like they still have to kind of think about these things which is just like or like he's he he built a fountain and then he built this really nice fountain and then Mm rioters someone threw a rock at the fountain and broke it and then you had to get the fountain fixed and it's just like (laughs) just like showing stuff like that or yeah i guess for me like um some countries are uh so intimately tied with like the conflict that they're famous for you know like i think Mm. ireland definitely had that in like the 80s and the 90s and like even you know when i go to germany sometimes still people will talk about the war that's going on there or Vietnam is so associated with like what's happened there or, you know, a lot of North Africa. And I think um, Mm. like Palestine and Israel or what Israel are doing to Palestine, even um, like that's what you think about. You don't think about culture or families. And that's really what you should think about. You should think about these, like this whole world of people and i think the media represents it as this like war place this place where there's just yeah war. absolutely but that's not the way it is you know like that that's um you know places in conflict 
are not all like, you know, people are going about living their lives, eating food and the mm. mayor's trying to fix the fountain and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's yeah. really, I really like seeing films like this where, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a documentary about something that is, you know, maybe you hear it's about Palestine. You're like, oh, I know what it's going to be about. And it's not about that at all. I really, really enjoy yeah. that. A different perspective on something that has obviously been documented a lot before. Yeah. And like, it just kind of is a reminder that like, it's like, you know, most people here just kind of want to uh, live a, a very nor- like as normal mm. a life as they can. You know what I mean? They just kind of want to go and, you know, just live. And, and it's just mad seeing like, just perspectives you never get like there's one scene where there's soldiers coming through and there's then people throwing rocks but at the same time there's like a ton of people in a french restaurant eating dinner and they're kind of just mm. looking at the window going like oh what the fuck's going on and then there's just people in restaurants all along the street and it's like it looks like kind of like paris and yeah they're just like looking out going like what the fuck and you never really see those kind of shots of just a normal city going like what the fuck's going on outside you mm. know what I mean? It's always, yeah. I don't know, it's, it was just really interesting and yeah. I, I like I uh, the idea of uh, a film about a public servant or someone who's like, you know, in public office and, but it's not like they're a bastard. Cause I just feel like all yeah. things about politicians are like, they are just total sac- I mean, I'm obviously responsible for that with my videos and stuff. I'm like making videos about politicians being idiots, but they are idiots a lot of the time. Mm. But it is, I don't know, it is kind of refreshing. I feel like a mayor is usually quite a, a well-liked figure as well. Like the mayor is doesn't get fit in the same way that like yeah. other politicians get in. Everyone kind of likes the mayor. Um, yeah. And uh, well, so he, it's nice to he, see this guy who's kind of like a nice guy in public office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps saying this thing where he's like, our... F- like our first role is to provide municipal services and then our second role is to be political. He's always like number one rule provide municipal services, <laughs> which is a phrase that I don't think I've ever really said before, but uh, it's, it's just so he's constantly like, we mm. have to think how we're going to fucking do mm. this. And it's so funny. His, his range of duties, it, 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 I, I could keep talking about it. Like he's, mm. He's just a funny guy. He has to keep... There's one scene where, like, he goes to this uh, place because people want to demolish a building and he has to Mm. go and, like, talk to them about it and give them permission. And then they're like, you have to have lunch with us. And he's like, I have a meeting and I'm already 20 minutes late. And they're like, you're not allowed to leave until you eat lunch with us. And he's like, (laughs) I honestly can't. And they just keep pushing him. And then eventually he's like, okay, 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 fine. But please, quickly. And he, like, goes into this person's house and has dinner with them. It's so good. (laughs) God, I wouldn't mind being a mayor of a town, you know? I wouldn't yeah, mind. Yeah. It seems like a, a seems fun nice. job. You know, busy. Everyone seems to love him as well. Yeah, busy, but like, you know, nice little jobs, ranging from high yeah. to low. Um, yeah. Going from, really? uh, no, no, I can't find any. I was like, is there a link? Is there a link? Going from east to west. Yeah. Okay. Going from east to west, uh, the next film, I did two cowboy films this week westerns um mm-hmm. here's a film called slow west starring michael fassbender um and uh, this is what i thought i just watched a film there um an a24 film called slow west uh starring michael fassbender and um uh the guy who played the hound in game of thrones <laughs> uh it's a western about this young Scottish lad who's going out west uh, to try and get his gal. Um, and he meets Michael Fassbender, who's sort of outlaw, who says, I'll take you there if you give me $50. And um, it's a real good movie. It's really, really nice. It's A24. It's beautiful, really nice um, scenery. has a really tight story with these great characters. Um there's lots of little stories within the story uh, that are really nice. It's kind of a road movie um, where you meet all these different characters along the way. Um, but it's really good. It touches on themes of like this, this you know, uh, someone who is kind of pure and innocent in a world that is not pure and innocent. And can someone who is naive and uh, good exist in a world that is very... Um, 
you know, wild and dangerous and mean and it's survival of the fittest, you know. Uh, so that's the kind of vibe of it. And uh, I, I thought it was really good. And um, it was only an hour and 24 minutes long. Uh, so I would definitely put this on the watch list if you haven't seen it already. A24, hitting it out of the bag as per usual. Hitting it, hitting it out of the bag. Yeah, I don't, as, it's, as it's, they that's say. not a phrase, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, directed by a, a Scottish director called John McLean. And I think uh, I'm pretty excited to see what he does uh, because I think this is a very well directed film. I think uh, mm. it was really smart. You could tell like the budget wasn't out of this world big. So a lot mm. of it is filmed in like the sort like on location in. Um, sort of the vastness of the American or the United States, uh, like South. And, uh, yeah. it's got that whole idea of like traveling West. It's there. Um, you know, that, that whole vision or dream, you have this naive young kid who's, you know, uh, he, he looks at the stars and he's a thinker and he's kind of philosophical and he's very flowery and he can speak French. And then you have Michael Fassbender, who's like this Irish, um, you know, immigrant who's very rough and he's like, he, you know, he, the first scene you see him, he's like killing people and he's, he's very like brash and, uh, and like the, you know, the whole idea is like Michael Fassbender can learn from this young idealistic kid. He can learn from him, but, uh, the young kid can't survive in the world that is, uh, you know, the, the wild west or can he, I don't mm. know. That's the whole plot of the film. Um, mm. But it's brilliant. It's actually like uh, some of the nicest cinematography I've seen in a while. I mean, they always do that with A24 films, but I think it was really, uh, they got to take their time making sure that every shot looked good because it was only an hour and 24 minutes to play with. Uh, but mm. I really recommend it. And it, it, I, it's, I don't know how this film passed me by, um, but I think it's a, a definitely one that if you're just like, I don't know, it's nine o'clock and you're like, oh, I really want to watch a movie, but I don't have that much time. Stick this on. I, I'd say it's, it's a one that'll please a lot of people. It looks, I'm looking now, I, I looked it up and the cover is really, I hate it. The cover is really bad. What's the cover? But now I'm looking at, there's like stills from it and it looks really good. What's the cover? The, it's just like a weird photo of Mike. I think maybe they tried to make it look like an old Western cover, but you know the way sometimes when like they take modern, mm -hmm. they try and make like current photos look old timey and it kind mm -hmm. of just ends up looking a bit shit. It's like that. Okay, it, looks, okay. it looks great. I'm I'm surprised I've just never um, heard of it. Like yeah. 24 came out not so long ago. Michael yeah. Fassbender. Mm -hmm. Did it just get swept under the? I'm not sure why it, it it didn't. Um, I I I've got I found a great list. I I I, it's got it's got like a hundred short uh, films under two hours uh, that are good, and mm. it was on that list, and uh, and I like it popped out at me immediately. It wouldn't, uh, you know. There's like a western film. It's a western film because it's got a, like a shootout, and it's got you know, uh, people like cowboys and shit. It's not filmed mm. in a Western style. It's not got like, okay, you know, that kind of Western style stuff. It just has some Western tropes. Um, yeah. But like the themes and everything aren't really Western themes. Uh, so yeah, I, I it's like, I, I would really, really recommend this film, but I, I would say like, uh, yeah, it's not like a classic Western, I wouldn't say. Mm. and are, are they do they have accents is michael fassman do have an accent well yes he's, he's he plays an irish cowboy he's an irish guy oh okay so he's got his own he's got his own accent and then the other guy's a scottish it's a scottish kid he's come from so it's a scottish kid and an irish cowboy and then yeah and then you've got outlaws some outlaws as well who all have the sort mm. of american kind of like kind of thing going on yeah um, yeah yeah no, it looks cool. It definitely looks like something I want to check out. Westerns are a film. I don't know why, but I feel like Westerns, mm -hmm. I always enjoy them when I watch them, but I never want to watch them because I always think they're going to be boring. And I kind of <laughs> nearly feel that a little bit with this. It's even called Slow West. I'm yeah. Like, the pace, but I don't know. The pace is, uh, for a film that's so short, is remarkably slow. And like, not in like, nothing happens things happen um but like it it unravels at a very nice pace that's kind of like it doesn't feel like, rushed like a, 
like a horse just clopping along very good very very good yeah <laughs> just like just like a horse clopping along that's the film yeah. that's the film um it, I, i've i've been reminded there of do you remember that improvised bar scene that we did once <laughs> <laughs> Should we should uh maybe not 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 this episode but maybe another episode we should bring that up as the intro oh god that's so what, i have it yeah what uh, though mark computer. when i moved over to new york mark was already living there and he got a Tascam recorder which is like a have it, have it in my hand like a hand recorder hand is that what you record the pod on yeah okay the the trusty old Tascam, and then we did some improvised i don't know if we were drunk um, we were yeah, we, we had we were, been in a bar that had a kind of a western feel yeah, and yeah, then we yeah. got home and then it was like all right let's let's go it was very spur of the moment we yeah. walked in the door and i was like let's go we're in a bar let's do it <laughs> you were like the yeah. you were like the bailiff yeah and i was the i was a a, a suspect yeah in a <laughs> i just remember i kept asking you where are those boys tell me yeah. where the boys are <laughs> i don't know those boys <laughs> i don't know nothing about those boys oh yeah. man good times yeah. to be young again huh <laughs> it's like what three years ago four years ago um man it was bloody five years ago i left new york oh, no, five years don't ago don't say that don't say that we're man. old now don't fucking say that are you 29 uh, yet? Ah, shut up, man. Don't say that. 29 feeling fine. I'm not 29, by the way, because I don't want people thinking I'm fucking 29. No? You think no. Your, your fucking Instagram followers will just plummet? <laughs> wait, wait, this guy's 29? <laughs> yeah, 29. Yuck. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Yo. Oh. Are um, you... Uh, are you doing reels? I heard reels are hot these days. You do a reel? No, I don't do reels. Uh, I've done a That's couple you're reels. That's because you're 29, man. Yeah. That's because you're 29. <laughs> if you were younger, you'd be on the reels. <laughs> um, no, I did. I do a couple of them, but I don't know. Reels, whatever. I prefer TikTok. I don't really spend much time on Instagram anymore. I just post my stuff there and maybe flick through a few stories. But uh, TikTok mm. is, is, is where I'm at. And reels is just instagram trying to be tiktok so i i mean it is it's just like it's actually just like old people trying to be young and hip like uh, like me i mean so <laughs> <laughs> like us us zoom kids <laughs> i do remember when instagram stories first came out i was like this is such shite they're clearly just trying to be like snapchat mm -hmm. and this is so pathetic that they're trying to do this and now i'm i'm whacking up stories all over the place I yeah, love them. yeah, and yeah. I, i've deleted snapchat so yeah Joke's on me. Yeah, it was a war of attrition. Um, Zuck, Zuck won that one. Zuck, well, I was winning. Uh, are you, uh, are you yeah. on signal just for another topical topical thing before I we had, Well, I had, um, so you're talking about like moving to a more secure uh, messaging application because WhatsApp Service, is yeah. under the watchful eye of Mark Zuck. Zuckerberg, uh, who owns all our data. I, I, I had signal... Um, when I was in New York and I was doing activism because activists like to communicate mm -hmm. through signal because it can't be watched by the the government, the lizard yeah, government. Style. Um, but it's actually not conspiracy. I don't know why I'm making that sound like conspiracy because it's, it's 100% true. They, they are watching us. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I did, I did have it, but I, I don't know. I stopped using it because everyone wasn't on it, but now everyone seems to be migrating back to signal now. So I might go back. I'm in a strange transition phase mm. where I have like people that I just, I'd sometimes talk to the same person on signal and WhatsApp and mm -hmm. it just kind of depends what one I yeah. click on. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, there's no, doesn't make any difference. Yeah. It's like, you, do you ever get like where sometimes like you'll start talking to someone on Instagram messages mm -hmm. and then you'll switch to WhatsApp and just continue the conversation. It's like the yeah, same conversation yeah. or I'd whatever. Say, yeah. It would depend on what type of conversation you're having though. I mean, if you're organizing some terrorism. Yeah. You'd use. I'd definitely be doing. Signal. Actually, we shouldn't. You can't even joke about that kind of stuff these days. Can no, you? you can't. They close down the pod. Uh, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> we'll lose all our sponsors. <laughs> the... Um, should we move on to yeah could i I'll bash do, out I'll my do... other western now as well because they're very similar and then or we bash it out man yeah i'll bash it out 
Um, so I watched another Western this week. So it's Killian's Western week. And, um, Killian's Western week. And I, uh, I watched another Western called News of the World um, starring Thomas Hanklington. Uh, no, Tom Hanks. I don't know why I, why I <laughs> said Tom Hanks' name like that. Um, starring Tom Hanks and a very talented young child actor from Germany whose name I forgot. Um, and this is what I thought. Hey, uh, I just watched the film News of the World um, by Paul Greengrass. It's a film starring Tom Hanks, who's um, an ex-captain from the Civil War, who's walking around um, Texas just after the Civil War, and he goes from town to town reading the news to people because people are kind of illiterate, so he reads the news to them in the town hall. He does it kind of in an entertaining way. And... um, uh, one day he's traveling between towns and he finds a young girl who's been raised by Indians, but she's a white uh, girl and she doesn't speak English and he has to bring her home to her auntie. And that's the whole plot of the film. Um, it's really good. It's really good. It's another road movie. I don't know why, but I seem to be watching a lot of road movies recently. Um, and so they go from town to town and it's like... <laughs> It's just such a horrible place. It was such a volatile era. It doesn't seem like anyone was having a good time in America at that moment. Everyone was just shooting each other or oppressing each other or murdering each other. or It just seemed like a really horrible place. But um, Tom Hanks is such a solid actor and he he's very entertaining. There's some really gripping moments. I think Paul Greengrass is really good at doing tension. Uh, so there's some really tense scenes where you're just on the edge of your seat. It was a film that I'm just so sad I didn't get to see in the cinema um, because of, you know, the way the world is right now. But it looked like a really impressive film to see in the cinema. All the art direction was amazing. It looked like they really created a very realistic version of what you'd imagine um, America at that time looked like. And uh, if it's possible to see it in the cinema at some point, I, w- I would definitely pay for the the ticket to see it again because I thought the plot was great and um, and the acting was really good. The the young uh, German actor who plays the little girl uh, was also amazing. Um, and yeah, I'm a big Tom Hanks fan, so you can't really go wrong. Paul Greengrass is, you know, he did Bourne and stuff like that. So sometimes he's hot and cold, but this time he was hot. Mm. Hot Paul <laughs> Greengrass. <laughs> Very nice. I'm hot for Paul Greengrass. Um, um, that sounded nice. That's a good film. It was, uh, yeah. it was, um, just a very impressive, uh, I don't know, they call, uh, it world creating, I think in, in film mm. where the cinematic universe that's been created is really, really convincing. And, um, mm-hmm. this one is, is like, even though I was sitting at home and watching it on a, a like a little telly, it did like bring me into the world and there's like just loads of cows and they ride into town and there's you know shit tons of extras and there's like animals Mm. everywhere and you know just like dust getting kicked up from the ground and it just it's so impressive and it looks so difficult to manage something like that um yeah so the sheer scale of this film was so fucking impressive and then the storyline was i thought really good tied together um yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I think he did Captain Phillips uh, with Tom Hanks before, which I don't think yeah. I was a big fan of. I think Captain Phillips, mm-hmm. I think that, like, I think this guy as a director is really good at creating tense act action moments. Um, yeah. But whether his overall like kind of story or even like the kind of tone of the piece is right, I think he's sometimes off. Um like, I think Captain Phillips is a little bit off. I was like, kind of like, why did you make that movie right now? Um, but but I think, like, the, this film was right. I think it was on the money. I think it was good. It was kind of tastefully mm. done, even though post-Civil War South Texas is, yeah. you know, just not a tasteful place. It's, it's a horribly yeah, racist yeah. kind of society. But he manages to kind of do it in a, in a you know, a, a well-handled way, I thought. And wait, so the the plot is he comes across this this girl who is 
with some Native American tribe? Uh, no, she's so I think the way it it tended to be like um, as the white people were coming over and they were just you know seizing land, they would move mm. into um, you know Native American land and they just like take it. Uh, and yeah. they'd maybe like, you know, kill or massacre people or just claim the land or whatever. And then yeah. the Native Americans might come and raid that town in a sort of retaliation or something. And sometimes they might kidnap mm. people. So this uh, girl was kidnapped as a, as a baby uh, and her family okay. were, were uh, killed by the Native Americans. And then she was raised um, as one of them. And then it, it like the you know american government is like oh she's a white kid she has to be brought to her proper parents she can't be raised by native americans or whatever and then on the way to getting um brought to her rightful parents uh the wagon she's on gets hijacked and then she's just left on her own and tom hanks comes along and picks her up and puts her and says in his wagon take you home darling and he's great tom hanks is great i i Mm. i fucking love tom hanks I fucking love him. It, some I like Tom Hanks, but sometimes I find he's awesome. It's it, but <laughs> no. do, do, do you get sometimes it's hard to be like uh, to get around the fact that he's Tom Hanks. You yeah, know I mean? like I feel is he quite rugged and tough in this film? I couldn't buy a tough Tom Hanks. I don't. Think. Yeah, he's quite he's quite tough in this. I mean, he's he's no 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 he's he's definitely Tom Hanks in this film. No, he's definitely Tom Hanks yeah. in this film. But that's yeah. kind of why I like him. Um, there was a mm. funny moment when we were watching this and Anna was like really kind of stroppy when we were turning it on. And she was just like, oh, like this just, this doesn't sound like a film I want to watch. Like, and she, I was kind of like, why not? Because it sounds like a pretty good movie. Most people, mm. you know, would be pretty happy to hear about this film. And then she saw Tom Hanks and she was like, oh, Tom Hanks. And she thought it was <laughs> Tom Cruise. And she was oh, like... Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, fair. And I, I would have like, been like, fuck this. I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus, I can't believe you even sat through the opening credits thinking that. Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take you home, darling. <laughs> <laughs> the, Just uh, shouting loads. I, I liked it. Did I review Captain Phillips on this before? You did, yeah. You I liked it. it. Yeah, yeah. I did like it. But I did think while I was watching it, it was just like, I feel like it was quite, it was like Tom Hanks was being you know, hijacked by pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you said that. And this this film is definitely uh, Tom Hanks is in it. I think he's just such a fantastic actor. Like he, I think there's a lot of actors um, who who just, when they get a role, they just like think, okay, how big can I make this character? Like how memorable mm. or how like sort of, you know, catching can I make this character? Whereas he just plays, he sort of just plays them in a very sort of realistic, charming way. And he's very subtle. And like when he, there's always a moment in the films where he breaks and like, you'll see the emotion and it just, it hits yeah. so much harder than it does with other actors. I think like the moment when, when uh, he decides to, to go full welly and, uh, and get like really there as an actor and really emotional and, stuff it hits you so hard i think when tom hanks cries in a movie i'm i'm always like you know i'm there with him you're like oh man tom hanks crying must be something yeah must be something bad like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) he also he also has like um brian was saying anna's dad was saying like like because forrest gump i don't think has aged well at all as a film i think it's it's kind of like you know it's like one of the, the classic american films but i don't know like just like that idea of, of someone playing uh, like, you know, someone with a learning difficulty is just yeah not, it's, it's not, it's not aged well. And um, no, and even if you watch dodgy. how he plays it, he actually like, you can see he used to be a much kind of more, um, you know, like a physical actor or something like that. Like he used to be much more kind mm. of, and even in big and everything like that, he was kind of like a superstar and he was mm. uh, really almost like wacky or something uh like more akin to something like um uh god i don't know just kind of a more uh you know experimental actor or something like that whereas now he's Mm. just he's more solid or something and he's kind of developed his craft a bit i think um 
it's funny it's it's funny you say that because i would think like i don't know i nearly feel like he's become a bit more boring he's in a few more boring movies yeah you know what i mean like yeah like what was that one about yeah he, has, fucking... he started some very boring looking films bridge of spies looked really fucking boring what was that one uh, where he just looked really fucking boring he was also was he in a film or right saying he was in a film where like a guy goes to the airport and loses his passport so he has to live in the airport for forever or no something. no that's called um the terminal that's a really good movie ah man come on he's just, just about a man who lives in an airport like how no good can it no be? he doesn't lose his passport his country uh, he becomes na- nationless or something like that um i know yeah. watch that movie man watch it's that just movie going to Duncan all it's the time. good just, it's good it's very good movie uh he just lives in the airport i've no, been in an no, airport no. for a long period of time what, and it's it, not your task for this week watch that movie it's a good one <laughs> <laughs> all right um maybe it's my do you, know was, bias. <laughs> do you know what i was thinking as well now it's funny the americans going over and pillaging the native americans mm. It's no different from the Vikings coming down to Ireland and pillaging, pillaging us. Um, the is it? Uh, um, no. Will we edit that out? No, no, I don't think so because it's uh, <laughs> because there's still Irish people around. Like it wasn't a genocide, you know. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay we, oh um, god <laughs> edit it out we just edited something out um <laughs> a hot take from me which uh instantly realized was not fully thought through a not take a not take it was a not take um um but yeah shall we move on to moving from uh, tom hanks film? to to long shanks <laughs> it's the 1998 classic the devil's advocate here is what i thought of it so i just watched the devil's advocate uh, a film starring keanu reeves al pacino and charlie's theron um and the principal from ferris bueller's day off and it was uh it was total rubbish <laughs> uh it was two and a half hours long the first hour was pretty cool just to quickly try and sum up it's like ken Reeves is a really successful lawyer never lost a case lives in a small town in florida al pacino's law firm scout him and wanted to come to florida and work for them he does he does a lot of like really dodgy cases like he got a guy who was evidently a pedophile off like he got him what's the word acquitted or whatever and he has a history of of getting really tough cases and still winning them so they want him they're big bad guys in new york um canary's mom is like you shouldn't go to new york it's a bad place it's it's not it's not good there but he goes anyway and then al pacino becomes like a it kind of takes him under his wing he's the head of the law firm and uh yeah it's just like fucking cheesy as hell it's like it's so like al pacino is is uh i don't know if this is a spoiler but like actually i'm not gonna say it but al pacino is quite <laughs> satan-esque in it uh like the, the let's just say the name the devil's advocate. i feel like it's evident from the very beginning let's just say the name the devil's advocate is quite literal and it's just so stupid like it's just really dumb and i, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in it like about like sex crimes and there's some like gratuitous female nudity and stuff in it that's just it's a, it's got a real like 90s edginess to it that it's kind of fun to watch but it's it's total total rubbish um and yeah it's just i don't know like towards the end i was kind of like oh god like you, you, do you know when you're watching a film like al pacino's performance is really good and he he's kind of a quirky kind of funny super confident but also like really sick and and hedonistic character in it and he's a great actor obviously and he his performance is good but then when you see him giving such a passionate performance in a film that's so shit it's kind of like embarrassing or a bit cringe you know what i mean like there's a bit at the end where he gives this really long impassioned monologue and you're like what the fuck is he talking about (laughs) and 
Also, like I know this isn't this isn't new information to anyone, but Keanu Reeves is such a shit actor. Like, how did he get? We discussed like whether he's handsome enough that it gets him a pass for the shit acting, and we concluded like, yeah, he's definitely handsome, but I don't know if he's that handsome that he could. Like, how did he get to become who he is? Dan actually said like when he looks at Keanu Reeves, he just thinks he seems like a really lucky guy. <laughs> like he just. He's like, I don't know, they just put me in these films. But uh yeah, man, I'd say like never watch that movie. It's it was fun to watch, but it was also so stupid. There's a whole thing where his his wife starts having like visions of Satan and they're just it's 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 bad. Yeah. Oh that film was bad. Bad reviews are so be much better than good reviews, aren't they? Bad reviews are so much funnier than good reviews. Yeah. I think you have more to it's sometimes when a film's good it's kind of hard to to say anything mm. about it you know I mean? you're just like it's good and yeah you're just like it's good but yeah that film was i thought it would be a winner like i've been on a real 90s film buzz mm. keanu reeves al pacino charlie yeah. Theron. you know the kind of it's a law firm in new york mm. and there's they're all edgy and bad and yeah uh, but it was just like really long. It would have to be pretty bad for you to not like it. Like it's got all the yeah. things going right for it. Yeah, it was just long, like two and a half hours of mm. stupid shit. Yeah. Very literal, literal stuff happening. And <laughs> uh, Can I ask you, because um, you say like Keanu Reeves, because I kind of like, I don't know if I disagree with anything that you said about Keanu Reeves, but I still really like him. Oh, um, yeah. He's uh, he's nice. He's good. Yeah. Because I, like, I kind of feel like, like, I don't think he's an amazing actor, but I still, um, uh, I still just think he's, he's a nice guy. I kind of like him. <laughs> he's not, he's, he's managed to get into one of those things where like people on the internet really like him and yeah. he just seems to be like a nice man. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, as Dan said, a, a very lucky man who just gets put in lots of films. Um, like, even The Matrix. I love The Matrix, mm. but Canary's performance in The Matrix is very bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's just really bad. And in this film, it's like, he's usually, like, pretty monotone and kind of... But then when he does try... Like, he overacts so intensely. Like, in all really? the dramatic scenes or in the courtroom, he's, like, really overacting so much that it's, like... It's just insane. I just can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get. I, you know what I saw him in? That was he was good. He was good in Parenthood. Um, Never seen it. Parenthood is good. It's it's, it's got Steve Martin in it. Um, and he plays like oh, sort dear. of a teen, um, a teenager. I thought he played a good kind of like dumb teenager guy because uh, I think mm. that suited his whole vibe. I think he's a good like stonery kind of dude. He plays that well. Yeah, uh, he was good. I saw him over Christmas in John Wick. I saw the first thing of John Wick, which is just like an insane amount of uh, shooting. Uh, but mm. like as an action film, he was kind of like an all right action star. But again, like I think, I yeah, I, I think your dad is kind of on the money. He does just seem like a lucky guy. <laughs> yeah, he just is like, all there's right. a lot of room for those kind of people in the world. I like it. Yeah, I remember. Um, when my family were coming back from France on holidays and we were getting the ferry and uh, the French woman said we didn't have to pay for our cabin. And my dad, my German dad was like, but why? And the French woman was like, sometimes things are just free. And, uh, and I feel like that's like uh, Keanu Reeves' career. He's just kind of like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes things are just free. You just get a free pass in life. And that's... That, <laughs> that's nice. The free cabin. I like that. I also like the fact that your your dad, the German dad, is like, mm. why is it free? Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I feel like my parents just be like, great. Cheers. Sometimes things are just free. <laughs> do you know do you know what i mean what i was saying about al pacino like it's hard to think of any other examples yeah but like a serious and objectively kind of good performance in a film that's really stupid mm. and bad yeah well no i mean like, like oh, pacino and de niro give every film their all like that's like yeah and they start in some crap like de niro was in rocky and bullwinkle and like 
It looked like he gave wow. that performance as much like dedication as he gave Taxi Driver. Like he, like he mm. sat in front of the mirror and was like, "I gotta get, I gotta get the character out. I gotta get yeah, it out yeah, of yeah. me." You know, like they just, they're just professionals. Like they, mm. they, they, they take every film as, as like this is it. I gotta give it my all. Um, mm. But like, it just, it does come out look a bit weird when it's a, a trash movie. Yeah, it's. I couldn't imagine that. Like. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be an actor and to just try and give a performance in a film that, or, or a script that you think is shit. You know what I mean? It must feel so weird. Yeah. So like try and get into that emotion and, and try and do it. Yeah. But then like, yeah. um, like, I don't know if, if sometimes in work when you're, um, like, uh, you're trying to like market the business and, uh, and, and then <laughs> you're like you just to, when you're just there trying to market the business you know <laughs> but you you feel like maybe the product isn't as good as it could be um yeah but then you're yeah. like you know what i gotta do this it's my job i need to market this product uh in the best way possible so you do it because you're a professional yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's a real good uh job talk <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's what yeah. you do. I think I think that analogy worked. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, it, it it is it's it's funny as well in the nineties how like you can nearly tell in some films a, a woman can walk on the screen and you can just tell by how they're presented and how they're introduced mm. whether or not they will be seen topless by the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go like, oh. It's going to happen. What part of it's their like, body gets shown on camera and stuff and how the yeah. men react to them. And yeah, yeah. It's so like, oh, it's the 90s. Just so you could just see in this film, there were so many needless. There was one shot where there's just people in a shop and one of the women just takes her top off and it just shows it <laughs> from like four <laughs> angles. I'm like, why, why, why did that happen? It's so funny. Like, it's yeah. just a different time, I it guess. Sells. Like, it sells. Hey, um, it sells, huh? Yeah. I don't want to be the devil's advocate, but it sells. Hey. The um <laughs> we got a we got a review. I got a lot of reviews. One mm-hmm. from my uncle Kieran of a review of the uh Danny Trejo film. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. I got a review from Owen Corbus of uh Alas of the Mohicans. Okay. Um, unfortunately I got a new phone and I lost all of them. Okay. So I'm going to have to ask them to send them to me again. Um, but I do have a review from my good friend, Brian. Of okay. Wonder Woman 1984. Is that what it's called? So it's like oh, a, it a mashup of, uh, George Orwell and, um, and Marvel. It's like a dystopian Marvel Wonder Woman story, I believe. Okay. I don't, that was, that's a joke. I, I know, know yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but this is what Brian thought of it. Okay. Hey, fellas. Uh, so, yeah, I went to see WW84. Uh, it's a sequel to Wonder Woman. Um, I went to see it in the cinema in Ramoines just before they all shut down because I wanted to see something, you know, big and expensive what i could and i saw it in the uh imax maybe not imax but the max theater in ramines and it was it was cool it was all the sound was really loud real rumbly um i I would usually like love to hate superhero movies but i really enjoyed this one i don't know why like it, I, f- I found it a bit different to other like marvel movies or whatever i think wonder woman isn't marvel but um it was directed by Patty Jenkins, and there was like a Hans Zimmer soundtrack, um, and I think like these are just little differences to like other superhero movies, but like I think having a proper soundtrack, you know, or having someone you know who's a bit of a name do the soundtrack, and having like a director, you know, like films on film, uses I would say like a few practical effects and like you know, the stunt people were really like earning their paychecks all these little things seem to like kind of add up to make the whole thing just kind of like holistically stylish. 
you know, because, like, the plot was, like, whatever. It was just, like, a superhero film. Um, but, like, little things like that just made it, like, quite enjoyable. And it's, like, set in the 80s, and it's kind of a fun, like, 80s aesthetic going on. There's a lot of, like, cheesy bits. So, like, do you know, like, some big old 80s man who's drunk will be, like, acting the bollocks. And, you know, Wonder Woman will give him a box. And like it's just kind of good um pedro pascal is like the baddie in it and he plays this like you know tv personality larger than life young donald trump in the 80s i guess kind of guy and he's like really charismatic and he's on all the tvs and he's real like you know speaking in this theater like way to everybody and then you find out that he's got like a dark secret and he goes from this like big charismatic tv personality to kind of like a schlubby gill from the simpsons kind of guy i just thought that was really impressive on his part um yeah i'd recommend it nice thank you very much nice. brian i like that brian's voice sounded very crisp actually there very crisp it? yeah voice what are you really nice. recording that on yeah because I, I i can't imagine he's carrying a tascam around with him but maybe yeah he is. Uh, <laughs> went the extra mile for MK Ultra film. I, that I, film I, sounds good, actually. It sounds good. You made it sound very interesting. Uh, Patty Jenkins um, did Monster uh, with uh, Charlize. Charlize Theron won her Oscar for. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm uh, uh, very interested to see what she did with a Marvel film. Uh, or is oh, it or Marvel? Potentially not Marvel. I don't know. Okay. I don't really care. DC, Marvel, whatever. It's fucking comic books, isn't it? It's for fucking kids. Oh, Killian doesn't <laughs> care. Kill it. I don't care. It's for fucking. Shut up. It's for fucking babies, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> the uh, the um, I had heard the last Wonder Woman was very good. Actually, I was always because I I I've always thought superhero films, the concept of superheroes mm. and the the stories in the comics mm. always have the potential to be made into something that's really good. Okay. And, Anytime a new one comes out, I'm always like, maybe good, and yeah. it's, they're 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 almost never good. Apart from yeah. Spider Verse, which we spoke about before, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I heard Wonder Woman was good, and I was like, oh, I still didn't watch it, but I was like, oh, and now this is out, and mm. I saw the trailer for this, and I thought it looked cool as well. Mm. So I think I'll and probably give this on one film. a watch. Did you say shot on film? That sounds you really did, yeah, yeah. A Hans Zimmer soundtrack, even though to be fair, I don't know if that qualifies because Hans Zimmer sometimes just fucking bashes out a soundtrack for some fucking film for money like he's just, he's excellent but he 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 will just bash out a soundtrack like nobody's did business did he do tenet was that hans zimmer uh yeah that is yeah that's hans zimmer i thought yeah. that was great that yeah was one of the best things about the movie yeah he does those um he does he's made i mean he's made the soundtrack to nearly every film set since the 1980s so i mean he's mm. a very impressive man altogether um <laughs> yeah i wonder but no that sounds good i'll definitely i'll definitely check that out i wonder now i'll have to ask brian if i have because he said it was a sequel i'll have to ask him if yeah I yeah he didn't mention and that's like if i was to review your review brian should have let us know whether you need to see the first one before watching <laughs> it should have let us know mm. um <laughs> i'm watching a netflix show now if you if you'll permit me to talk about tv shows yeah, now yeah. for a little second called the boys which is it's a it's a cool idea uh it's like these superheroes but they're kind of it's kind of become big business and the superheroes all work for this superhero agency okay and they're all it's like a big multi-billion dollar company and they Mm -hmm. work for the company and the company kind of assigns them crimes to go and do yeah they're all real bad lads and they like take drugs okay okay bad stuff nice and uh and they're kind of like womanizing and not the best they're like celebrities yeah but then um it's just an interesting take on the superheroes okay in the public eye they're superheroes but then you know behind closed doors they're actually not the best yeah i'd say you know and they're all like really really egotistical i'd say like if you met how long are the episodes 40 minutes okay i'm saying this because i actually liked the concept more than i actually like the show the show is a bit (laughs) overall it's good like some mm. of it's really funny like there's one guy one character who uh he's called the deep and his superpower is that like he can swim really well and he can mm-hmm. speak to fish 
but he has <laughs> gills on the sides of his stomach and he's really self-conscious about them and he has to like he doesn't want people to see them and he like hooks up with women but he doesn't he tries to like conceal his gills from them because <laughs> he's really embarrassed and that whole storyline's kind of good that's kind of uh, funny there's parts of it that are just a bit like do you think superheroes like, and i've thought this before like superhero stuff will be like the westerns uh, like westerns are to us now like people are like ah go on i'll stick on the western or like a classic but like maybe in 50 years people are like mm. oh this because we're living through the superhero period like the like there was there was not really any superhero movies in the 90s they all started in like the noughties mm. and they and they just came and now they're all that is there they are everything they they are every blockbuster and like they're just constantly coming out and we have no idea how ubiquitous they are because we're living in the era but like you know wonder woman came out and like neither of us really thought about it um mm. but like that's because you know something like 10 superhero films come out nearly every year so it's like uh i think they might look back on this period and be like ah like the western period they'd be like ah the superhero period the marvel well i feel like whether it's whether it's looked looked back upon fondly or not Mm. it'll still be the superhero period yeah 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 Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i do often think about how things will age like you know the way 80s music people fucking love it and it's mm. been you know it's 2020 now yeah like i wonder if pop music from today i really do think and i know people always look like what rose tinted glasses back mm. in the past but i do think pop music for like the last five years especially has been like really bad it's been crap who's a lot of it who's a lot been of it. making Some of it's good. i haven't really been listening to much pop who's been making pop like Dua Lipa, I think Dua Lipa's good. Is Doja but, Cat pop? That's kind of rap. I like Doja Cat. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of pop is like rap music where like the worst is like the EDM kind of dance music was it's really mm. bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then maybe I'm just being a 29 year old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, we should um, just go hang out with Tom. But yeah, like what movies like do you think do you think do you think people will be like, ah, oh, the Avengers? Classic. they will yeah they'll look back and go like oh it's the avengers i mean i i personally think all those comic book films are the exact same you know bar some special ones like enter the spider-verse i think i like mm. christopher nolan's batman trilogy i think i like um oh who wouldn't what's the one with ryan reynolds uh deadpool deadpool i actually kind of like deadpool but like ah, deadpool the rest of them c- could genuinely go in the bin um I, do you not think do you not find ryan reynolds just just the worst do you not think he's just the worst <laughs> i don't know i don't know him and i don't know him in anything i just i, he's I mean he's cheeky. only in deadpool he's just got a mask on so it doesn't really seem like it's him he's in blade three and he's in the amityville horror i haven't seen him in either of those he's just like a handsome canadian you're... guy like that's and like... <laughs> i'm really surprised you haven't seen those two films <laughs> <laughs> The uh, <laughs> he's he's crap. He, well, whatever. He's he's fine. He played two super. He was the Green Hornet, and then he's also um, Deadpool. I feel like that's not allowed. Mm, you can't be yeah, two that's superheroes. Fair. That's not really okay. No, it's not. I'm trying to think what other. I liked the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Really? Strange role for Edward Norton. God, that was the one that came out. When we, I didn't think that was good. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, as a kid, being like, this is actually not a good film. And being one of the first times going like, oh, I actually don't just like all movies. You know? Wait, no. Are you thinking now? Because there was a, there was, there was a, The Incredible Hulk with Eric Bana. No, nah, no, it was Edward Norton. Couple... It was Edward Norton, I think. No, no. <laughs> it really? was Edward. Eric... No, well, I don't know. Good of it. I just want you to say that you like the one that I like. Oh, <laughs> was Eric Bana the Hulk? Yeah, he was the Hulk. He was he was the first like big Hulk remake. I actually never saw that. Oh well, one. maybe it was that one then. Maybe it was that one. Um, yeah. I and just there was... yeah. I remember that it was coming out and just not thinking it was good as a kid. Are we I now, like the Hulk. Are we at the stage of the podcast where we're actually just Wikipediaing films and then saying whether we like them or not? <laughs> I'm just googling things to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah, 
maybe it's time to uh to wrap up okay um thanks so much for listening to the podcast uh yeah. thanks brian so much for the review um and oh sorry can i yeah? go back to one thing i wanted to yeah, say yeah 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 i i want the the plot of avengers 2 and the plot of transformers 3 are absolutely identical and i've wanted to talk to people about this before and mm-hmm. i don't have anyone to talk to about it. so if anyone's listened to this and has seen yeah. both of those films they're identical down to like it's nearly like scene by scene it's like they're the same film except oh, really? one's avengers and one's transformers is there anything anyway, online about it the, i've never looked okay <laughs> Well, there you go. But, this, these kind of hot film takes that you listen to MK Ultra Film for, right at the eleventh hour. Um, yeah, when no one listens. <laughs> but, uh, thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at MK Ultra Film. Mm-hmm. Keep on listening. Oh, review us on um, fucking Apple. Yeah, just or like re- fucking review us, okay? Review us anywhere you can. Just yeah. tell your friends. Even just Do a- send us a voice message of what you thought of the show. Uh, but only, yeah. only nice. Only nice stuff. Only, <laughs> only nice, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we're, we're, right. we're going on a bit. Okay, okay cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers.